this is Pondering Putan with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. This is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy podcast that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Kromarty High School. And today, we are continuing our read-through of Volume 4 with Chapter 85, Get It On, and Chapter 86, The Soul of My Head. Uh, but before we do that, we have some administrative business to take care of. Yeah. Uh, namely grading our NFL division picks. Uh, so you brought this up to me. I certainly wasn't avoiding it out of dread. (laughs) Uh, I had just organically forgotten about this bit. Yeah. Uh, and you brought it up to me last week. Uh, I'm sure you just like absentmindedly rem- remembered it. Uh, you weren't like vindictively making sure that we did return to this uh, just in case you ended up winning. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about how much Nerissa Ravencroft could use a win right now. Oh, is uh, is she struggling in her <laughs> in her personal uh. life? Her well, team's doing great. Yeah. That's all I see. Of yeah, her. yeah. Um, I I guess like in the members only streams, you talked about how she's been kind of depressed lately. Uh, which me, uh, a person who also follows the like real person who's Narissa Ravencroft, uh, could kind of pick up from that account uh, that she's been kind of depressed. So mm-hmm. I won't go into any okay. other potential details, but got it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well. Uh. Narissa, um, I, I hope you feel better soon. Um, there, there's a lot to be happy about. Your team's doing absolutely great. Uh, they look, um, they're in the last four teams. So I don't know. Well, I know you've been watching the the season closely, so I don't have to tell you. Um, and I'll get your oh, thoughts. Oh yeah, definitely. On- yeah, I'll, I'll get your thoughts in a minute on how the season has transpired because we'll just kind of. I also definitely remember my predictions and your predictions and didn't lose that chat when I updated my phone. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course you remember it's, you were yeah. thinking about it all off season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't need to tell you, but just in case any of the listeners aren't really watching, uh, the Ravens are in the, the final four, uh, after this, uh, this weekend. So they're two wins away from winning the Super Bowl. Um, and they look great. I mean, they're probably, I would say at this stage, they're probably favored to win, um, even though the odds odds I've seen have them um, second behind the 49ers, but the Ravens look, they look a lot better. Um, so, all right, with all that said, we will proceed. Uh, so luckily I did take notes for once. Uh, and I have all of our predictions from when we made them. So first question for you. Yeah. Do you want me to just share this stock with you so you can see it? Or do you want to have the suspense? Um, is there a way that I can like scroll down and see it or, or what? Oh yeah. I mean, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like um, looking at the dock right now and it's like no no scrolling. Uh it's yeah. gonna pop up the, right away. 
The big well, thing is I feel like it'll be difficult to, for me to fully follow along without seeing it. Okay, hold on. I This yeah. is easily easy, uh, easily solved, actually. Uh, here we go. Okay, I'm sure I'm sharing it with you. Okay. So, uh, first we're going to go, we're going to go over the, the actual, the winners. So, uh, um, yeah. well, before the, before that, what are your thoughts on like, just how the season played out? Um, what was surprising to you? What kind of like went as you expected? Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew that the Ravens had it in the bag. They got mm-hmm. that Narissa bump this year. Um, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were you were definitely right about that. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that stood out to me about this season is, like, how much really good coaching made a difference. Uh, and, of course, we saw that with Narissa. Uh, yeah. Putting the Ravens over, finally, like, over seemingly over the edge yeah um, and and doing a, a really unconventional tactic of being both the coach and the mascot at the same time right yeah i mean that completely sent morale through the roof yeah uh i mean they're playing like that is inspired football they're playing um selfless team oriented gritty like just all around high intelligence like football yeah um so what else can you say but props to nerissa there um so the the way this played out uh so afc east buffalo won afc north baltimore won afc south the texans won um this is a little painful for me so we're gonna move over that quickly yeah obviously jaguars didn't win but we'll move on now afc west uh the chiefs won uh, NFC East, Cowboys, NFC North, Lions, NFC South, Buccaneers, NFC West, 49ers. Okay, so we're going to move on to our picks now. Uh, the other problem is we... So when I was scoring this earlier, um, the only way to actually grade this, I wanted to do point values for like how many teams, like how many teams you got right or we got right in terms of the placement in the, div- the division standings. Yeah. Um, but there were several where you were just like, eh, I don't like, you didn't really predict the exact positions. So we just have to go based on winner, uh, which is fine. So, um, in the AFC, you had Buffalo, uh, and then you had New York, uh, Patriots, Dolphins. So you get one point for Buffalo AFC North. You had the Ravens winning, uh, you get one point there. AFC South, you had the Jags. Uh, so, unfortunately, zero points. AFC West, uh, Chargers, also, unfortunately, <laughs> zero points there. Um, NFC I, East, I think, Eagles. I think I did say that I thought that the Chiefs would be a close, but I didn't want them to win because of the racist name. Right. Um, so. you, you did say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll go over like our actual predictions the content in uh in a minute uh nfc east you had the eagles zero because the cowboys won although it was close i think we we both said this was going to be a really close race um and it was 
but uh, the Cowboys ended up taking it. NFC North Lions, so that's one point. Um, so you're at three there. Um, and then you missed the final two. So you had the Panthers winning the NFC South, which I have to say, very bold pick, uh, but did not pan out because <laughs> uh, the Panthers ended up being the worst team in football <laughs> uh, and tragically just like imploding completely. Yeah. Uh, NFC West, you had the Seahawks, uh, so you didn't get any points. Uh, and then, of course, you predicted the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. So that is uh, still pending and could be very important for these this scoring. Uh, I had the Bills, so I got one point. I had the Bengals in the north, uh, so zero. Jags, zero. The west, I had the Chiefs winning, so I got another point. Uh, east also had the Eagles, that's zero. North had the Lions, one. NFC South, Saints, zero. And then the FC West, I predicted the 49ers. So right now I have four and you have three. Uh, I also predicted the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, uh, which they're not going to. <laughs> uh, so with that said, it's four to three right now. Um, if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, I think that has to tilt it. That's worth at least two points. So if Narissa yeah. goes all the way for you and uh, brings brings home that Lombardi trophy, yeah, then you will also bring home the uh, Puton uh, P- Putondi uh, NFL picking uh, NFL pick championship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, okay, now, like, getting into this, um, so the Ravens were a great pick from the beginning. Uh, I think Narissa did a great job hiring Monken and McDonald. Um, so now, I, of course, McDonald was last year. Uh, Monken yeah. comes on this year. Uh, moving off of Greg Roman, probably a season maybe it's two seasons a little too late. Um, but that's understandable. Uh, they did have success with him. Uh, and I think the Ravens are just a very solid organization. I mean, they're known for this. Uh, and this is the year. So they're always right there uh, in the hunt for the playoffs. They just haven't quite with Lamar been able to like go deep into the playoffs. Um, but a very sound process every single year. And this year it just feels like all of their, like all of these good decisions that they've been making finally all like came good at once. Yeah. It's Um, like you apply to be a part of hollow live English, like when it starts. So like three times and the third time's the charm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you're, you're making good draft picks. Yeah. Uh, you're working hard. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you're like very well coached, disciplined, doing the right things, um, practicing hard, keeping your composure, like being patient. Oh, the, I mean, the patience, incredible. Lamar Jackson, the contract holdout, uh, took a lot of criticism for hanging in there. Uh, and they they did uh, kind of called his bluff, like ended up re-signing him to a, a very fair contract. He comes out, 
MVP season. Uh, just masterwork right there. Um, GM, GM work. And then, like, draft picks. Uh, you know, you get Kyle Hamilton as a steal mid-round pick. Or uh, yeah. mid-first round. Linderbaum also just a very good offense, offensive lineman. Strengthen your interior. Good free agent pickups, like Clowney. Uh, you trade for Roquan Smith. Got Patrick Queen from a couple years ago. He finally pans out. Then you got mid-round guys like Matty BK. He he has a breakout season. Um, cultivating depth at O-line. Cultivating depth in like your secondary. And it all just like hits. And now we've got incredibly well-balanced, deep team. Oh, drafting receivers. So you go, you know, you know you need a receiver. You know you need to open up your offense. So you go out, you get Marquise Brown. Okay, that, that doesn't pan out. That's fine. Yeah. Like we're still we still need a receiver. It's still a good process. Go get Bateman. Doesn't pan out. Okay, still so you're still sticking in there. Go back, get Zay Flowers. Home run. Like completely turns it around. Um Better free agent signings at receiver two. Like scouting, much better. Odell Beckham, Aguilar, all good signings. Like just super good process. And I think that's where they are. That's why they are where they are right now. Um, so yeah, just props to Narissa. She's got a lot to be happy yeah. about. Like all of her hard work is really it's really paid off. And yeah. uh I think that's also something that Lilium that, cover was really good. I feel like that helped improved prove things as well. Yeah, when they were um, after they dropped that game to the Browns, and then she dropped that, like yeah, that was a tough loss. It just completely like sh- shook the team out of the complacency and got them going again. Yeah, a uh, couple other like highlights, I think. So the Bengals, um, I had them as a Super Bowl, as a Super Bowl pick, uh, and what's what's funny about this. This is just like the story of the season here. So yeah, Bengals had a really bad start. I think they were like 0-4 or 1-4. And, and it was like a bad 1-4. They did not look good. Uh, Burrow was injured. Offensive line, like typically for the Bengals, struggling at the beginning of the year. Uh, Burrow gets, gets healthier. They reel off like four straight wins. And I'm like watching, I'm thinking about him as my Super Bowl pick. I'm like, okay, like, here we go. Um, I also live in Cincinnati, so I kind of cheer for them as my second team. Uh, so I'm like getting pumped up. They're at five and, so they're at five and three. Uh, they lost, I think, uh, one and three at the start of the year. And then uh, drop a close game to the Texans. No big deal. Five and four. Go and play the Ravens. Uh around like halftime of that game it's just like a rivalry game it's for like um you're fighting for the division lead and like the toughest division in the nfl uh joe burrow throws a touchdown to take the lead uh i think in like the second quarter early third on the play where he throws a touchdown like breaks his wrist done for the season (laughs) ravens win (laughs) Bengals season over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, you know, that's all, that's the NFL for you. Uh, but then, so 
the Bengals go off of that. Like Browning steps in as the backup, does pretty well. Um, two weeks later, so meanwhile the Jaguars, who we both predicted, this is okay. This is my Jaguars postmortem now. Yeah, the Jaguars who we both predicted to run away with the South, um, are like go eight Jags. And th- go Jags. They're like eight and three. Improbably. Like, people thought they'd be good winning the division. Absolutely no one thought they were, including me, that they were going to be competing for the number one seed. Um, So they were like eight and three. There were already cracks in the foundation. If you're like a Jags fan and you watch them all season long, you knew eight and three wasn't right. And that, like, there was going to be some sort of regression to the mean um, just because they got really lucky, like made a lot of bad, bad turnover margin, like make a lot of uh, bad mistakes game after game. But no one thought they were going to go from eight and three, like contending for the number one seed in the AFC to just fucking tanking out of the fucking playoffs. This is like one of the worst collapses <laughs> i've seen uh it just like period any team in the nfl in a long time um and what would trigger that collapse but the Bengals rolling in with a backup quarterback in a game that like the jaguars have absolutely no business to lose and then just getting lit up by the Bengals backup and like Losing a very bad, <laughs> a very bad game that they needed to win, and then just spiraling out of the playoffs for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um. Couple more things. So the Jets. Um. You you really like the you uh, you like the Jets. Um. I think you had them. You had them second. Uh. But I think you said it was going to be close. Uh. I also had them second. But I said, I had a feeling at the time, um, the Jets are like this ticking time bomb. You got Aaron Rodgers there. You know something bad is going to happen with that. Uh, I did not think that the ticking time bomb was going to be in his Achilles tendon and detonate on the second snap of the season. Yeah. Uh, but that happened. And that was <laughs> that's it for the Jets. Um, and then I guess the last thing, uh, that I'll say is, uh, like the Raiders and the Chargers. So I had the Raiders last, um, you kind of said, so you had the Chargers winning the West, which was like ambitious. Uh, I thought they had talent to do it, but the coaching Brandon Staley just was never going to win that division with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes there. Um, and definitely not when Taylor Swift got 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 on the, the Chiefs bandwagon. Um, but uh, I predicted they would be okay, and I predicted the Raiders were going to be the, like the worst team in football because um, I thought that was going to get really bad with McDaniels. Yeah. What I didn't account for is 
it did get bad and it got so bad that McDaniels got fired and then they hired a new coach and had a dead cat bounce uh, and got like went five and four and got to tied for second with the, the Broncos. Uh, so I stand by my projection of the Raiders being absolutely abject, abjectly terrible. Uh, but they were so bad that the coach got fired and then they like got better. So yeah. next I year, stand by my prediction that the Broncos and the Raiders were going to be about the same. No strong feelings either way. Yeah. Oh, you were dead on about that. Yeah. Um, what do you think went wrong with your Chargers prediction? What did you What did you miss there? Um, you know, I thought I thought they were going to have a similar shakeup. Oh, you thought <laughs> you thought they were going to go all the way down and then fire the coach yeah. and come all the way. Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and like very very soon, like very quick, you know. Yeah, like two so games really, in, like we're yeah. own two, just fuck, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah, promote Kellen yeah, Moore. Flip the whole table. Yeah, just let's <laughs> promote Kellen Moore. Get him in there. Uh, offense completely turns around. Um, no, not not so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how the Raiders. So I was like, oh, the Raiders are going to be the worst team, and then they were, and then. They fire their coach and the chargers are like, they're limping along with the coach who should be fired. And then all of a sudden, like <laughs> the Raiders, it was, I can't remember what the, um, what week was this? This is week 15. Um, the Raiders with their like interim head coach come in, uh, and beat the chargers in like probably the worst performance one of the worst performances i've ever seen from any team ever uh like 63 21 and then the chargers fire their coach uh so again this is just like i i think this is why like nfl predictions are it's a little bit easier to to predict the division winners but predicting like the bottom of the division is tough because you have all of these variables um, that are like tough to account for. Uh, like, oh, the coach gets fired. Who's the interim coach? Well, who the fuck knows? That's imp- it's impossible to know. Uh, so anyway, um, and then the injuries, of course, you know, everything is largely determined by injury luck. Um that's another thing that the Ravens, uh, I, notably the teams that are still in it are all teams that have been, uh, they have had a lot of injury luck and uh, that's pretty normal. Um, but the injuries is just such a random variable that, you know, your starting quarterback gets injured, like your season's pretty much over. Um, yeah. and so that can make a good team like Cincinnati, um, it could just completely knock them out. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's my, uh, my thoughts on the year. Um, the Jaguars, I think I'm, I'm going to be done talking about the Jaguars after this, but I'm just going to say for posterity, unfortunately, I think the number one issue with this team right now is Trevor Lawrence. Um, number two issue is probably offensive line. Um, they still need 
Ridley is not the number one receiver that they need. Um, he has no elite traits, either like uh, speed or like um, people say his route running is elite, but I think it's just good. Um, he doesn't have elite speed or strength, and that makes it very difficult for him to win. Like they want to put him on the like outside and just win one on ones all the time, like yeah. consistently, and that's just not he's not going to be able to do that. Um, so I think re-signing him. Even though I really like him as like a person from what I know about him, and I hope he succeeds, I do think resigning him is a mistake. But they, they they'll do it. Um, the defense was fine. They fired the defensive coordinator. Total scapegoating. Um, the problem is like Trevor Lawrence uh, was he's not good enough right now, um, and the team kind of goes as he goes and we've seen this now for like th- give him a pass on season one but we've seen this now for two seasons um other jags fan- a lot of other jags fans are still going to be in denial on this but i've accepted it yeah. um so we'll we'll see how this goes i still have a little bit of hope that like he can improve um but it is hard to it really like sets things into it really made things much clearer. I I was having these thoughts like last season after the Denver game. Um, Oh, that Denver game. It was, yeah, it was bad. We talked. Yeah. I mean, you, you heard my rant after that. Uh, but then, you know, end of the season, they made the run and I'm like, okay, well maybe, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Um, but it was like just all season, he struggled um and then seeing cj stroud come in and just like immediately become an elite quarterback uh and in so doing like the texans completely surpassing the jaguars in one season um that really was uh that was it was difficult to watch um but also made me realize like yeah trevor there's an issue there um so again, I, I hope the best for him. Like, I really want him to succeed, but I just think that the like processing and consistency and decision making is not—it's not at an elite level, even though yeah. he has all the other. It's tools. not. It's not there. It's not. It's not there. It's not. If you watch, you can see, you can see him missing easy throws, locking onto guys. He walks on and like okay. You've got a great arm. You can throw 10, 15 yard out to the sideline. That's great. But why are you doing that when that's not even like there's a wide open dude over the middle? Like you've got a check down. Just take take what the defense is giving you. Don't just force like lock onto a dude and then throw it. It's some yeah. ridiculous high high difficulty throw, like it's just like that over and over. And then he's turning the ball over because he's just like pressing so hard. And uh, it's it's tough to watch, but we'll see. Um, I'm hold, holding out hope. So anyway. yeah. Um, go Jags. Go Jags. Um, I, I do want to cheer. I'm like, I'm kind of cheering for Narissa. Um, 
because I know like because I know you're invested and like yeah yeah I like I like Narissa and I admire what Baltimore their franchise and what they've done to be honest I'm kind of cheering for the Lions at this point uh just because yeah but like you gotta at least acknowledge they they need it they really do like Detroit is such a moribund like just snake bitten depressed franchise um and it's such a good story like Jared Goff coming back after being kicked to the curb um the team is such a good story like it's it's as a football fan I have to root for Detroit at this point um but I hope it's like Detroit and Baltimore and it's a close game I root for Detroit Baltimore being the Super Bowl it, that at minimum um that way the Chiefs get knocked out and uh 49ers am indifferent sorry on, but... sorry to my friend who's a Chiefs fan <laughs> yeah well they've had it like they've won enough yeah okay even like Jared I love you but you're gonna be okay if the Chiefs don't make it like you my friend who's a Chiefs fan was saying like six weeks ago like this team would never win a playoff game so I think he's okay like his expectations have been exceeded <laughs> so we'll be okay like Detroit can get one you know it's okay if Detroit gets one and Kansas City like doesn't win it again uh after they've been in the AFC championship like five years in a row it's okay. Yeah. Um, they should change their name if they want people to feel bad about them. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapters 78 and 70 or 87 and 88 from volume four. You can find the full schedule at explorer.io slash be done schedule. If you have questions for us, send the ghost service pod at gmail.com. You can get early at early access to episodes of this podcast. My latest becoming $1 patron of the network at explorer.io slash or at exportodd.io and listen week before the public feeds, or for $5, you get ac- uh, access to exclusive bon- bonus episodes of a variety of podcasts on the network, but especially Coffee and Comic Books, a podcast where they actually talk about the comics most of the time. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend. They can find the free feed at exportodd.io uh, slash Puton, or by searching Bothering Puton on the podcast, I have a choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportodd.io slash Ghost Divers, or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast, we have a choice. If you like, uh, if you... You can find the show at PonderPuton on Twitter, or just at Putin on Ghost. You can find me at FoxFamNe on Twitter, Ghost, and Blue Sky, where you can check my pin tweet or pin just, but not my pin ski, because those still don't exist. To find links to all of my podcasts, where can people find you, Connor? Y'all can find me at Rabelais, R-E-B-B-L-E-A-S. And our rubbing theme is Ninga Nante by Yoshi Takaro, and taking us out today is Get It On by T-Rex. Class dismissed. Class dismissed.